after a hiatus of, of, of a few weeks, we are returning to uh, our Lessons in Truth book by Emily Cady. And my approach has been to go to the back of the book and to look at the questions uh, that are there because they serve as a reminder of the uh, chapter and for those who at one point in time were required for, uh, for their studies to reply to the questions and write papers. What is faith is the first question. Well, unity has defined faith as the perceiving power of mind linked with uh, the power to shape substance. Uh, the perceiving power of the mind linked with the power to shape substance. That definition of faith then talks of an energy. It talks of an energy that is omni-available to us, that is at the core of all things. It is a neutral energy and it can take the form and substance of whatever it is that we hold to be true with our ability to let our focus be on the fulfillment of whatever it is that is our desire and to let that energy, the perceiving power of mind, linked with substance, substance to fulfill and underlying all things to be made manifest and to be made real in our lives. Explain the definition of faith as given in Hebrews 11.11. 11. Well, the writer, the writer of Hebrews in 11.11 11 speaks of the uh, perceiving power of mind in a kind of different way. Uh, uh, he, he speaks of the perceiving power of mind by saying, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So, faith then allows us to look beyond what seemingly is in our world right now, be it the world of what we are looking at as this is, uh, this is recorded in uh, June of 2020, and to see all kinds of uh, negativity or challenging things, and to look past and beyond that to something that is fulfilling our life and making our life better, and to uh, recognize that we have the ability then to give <clears throat> substance, to give energy, to latch on to the uh, omnipresent substance of spirit of God, to give form and substance and shape to whatever it is that we are seeking and desiring. What is blind faith? Well, blind faith is a kind of uh, childlike faith in a way. And uh, while there may be a more definite uh, uh, activity or use of faith that is more centered in a positive understanding of how things work in the universe, <clears throat> blind faith nevertheless will eventually lead to something that is more real and more important. But blind faith is simply knowing and knowing that we know that we know that somewhere at the center of who and what we truly are is the un, unlimited, undying good of the universe. And it is that that is the truth of our being and of our world. And that is the reality 
that we are always focusing upon. What is intuition? What does intuition to do with faith? Well, intuition allows our mind to be focused and poised in that which is for our greater good at any one point in time in our being. There is an activity within us that is always aware of not only where we seemingly think we are, where we are in consciousness, where we are at this present point in time, but it allows us to look beyond that and to recognize that where we are right now is not a limiting anything, but it is but a um, um, uh, <clears throat> um, uh, a, a um, uh, what, what shall I say? It is but a jumping off point to something that is even greater, that is even more fulfilling, and that takes us to another plateau, and that plateau eventually becomes another jumping off point that allows us to go to even greater good. And intuition is that which taps into this truth. As we come from center to circumference within our journey, as we take time to be still, as we take time to know, then we are <clears throat> feeding that energy into the equation that taps into the omnipresent substance that is God and shapes and forms it <clears throat> into something that fulfills our journey and our life. And then, what is understanding faith? Does an understanding faith increase one's power to demonstrate? Well, understanding faith is simply the faith that realizes that it is our goal and our duty and our experience right now to lay hold of substance and that we are the creators of our own goals and of our own desires. It, it is the understanding that this is how the universe works and we see ourselves in the form of the, uh, the receiver as well as the initiator of all that is the truth of who and what we are, of laying hold of it and bringing it into manifestation. And yes, it happens quicker once we understand what we're doing, once we take it from the almost airy-fairy uh, process of what many have called blind faith into the knowledge that the words I speak uh, are powerful and they shall return to me uh, liken unto what I have spoken, what I know to be true. So <clears throat> it's seeing ourselves in the process, or it's seeing ourselves in the equation of all the good that comes into our life. Question, how may we know just what effects will follow certain states of mind? Well, we will know because there's always a connectivity if we are still enough to receive it and to remember it. We will know that we have always been in the creative loop of all things. And if we ever allow ourselves to lose track of the love, of the peace, of the joy, through word, through action, through thought, then we will have the event, the effect of that in our lives in a number of different ways, be it a, a physical, a mental, uh, 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 and uh, some kind of an experience that we will either find comforting <clears throat> or we will find challenging. And the person who is in this process then is the wise one who has the moment of quiet and delves within gently 
to seek the cause of that, the cause of word, of thought, of, uh, of belief that has set something into motion that brings into our life an experience that is not the best. And then at that point in time, we can change things. We can realize that I can uh, have another view of who and what I am and who and what I look to see within my journey. I can do that because I am in that place of creativity in this journey of life. Number seven, from what are all things visible formed? Well, we've, we sort of talked to that. It's substance. It's the God's substance that fulfills everything. All things in life are made of the God stuff called substance. It is the energy that is God itself, and it is undefined energy waiting for the opportunity for us to give it form, shape, and to give it a reason for being within our lives, within who and what we know to be true. Uh, there is but this reality of God, uh, this formless substance that can move into every aspect of our being, and we can receive the blessing from it. What is desire? What is the cause of desire? Well, if you break down the word desire, it is of, de, the father, sire. And it is uh, uh, that within us that is always saying, come up higher. It is always saying to us that there is more, there is greater good for you to uh, have, to enjoy, to experience. There is greater opportunity that is always there. And it is, as we would hear the words, <coughs> it is my good pleasure to have the experience through you and as you to allow all the good that you can imagine to be brought into focus within your life. Then discuss the spiritual law of supply and, and demand. Well, there is always more supply than there is demand. The universe is unlimited and we can receive our greater good in increments or we can receive it in greater measure. We can receive portions of it, but there is always greater good to be, uh, to be desired. And there's nothing wrong with desire. It is allowing the movement of spirit in us, of the Father, of God, to manifest in through our lives. It is this manifest knowing that then brings into fruition, into focus, all things that our life would have us new, do and know and, and experience and enjoy. And then the last one, in reality, can you desire that which belongs to another? No, but you can spin your wheels trying and to take the energy of time and use it in a way that isn't productive. Give everybody the freedom to know and to uh, have whatever it is that is in their life right now without making judgment upon it for them. Even if it tugs on your heartstrings to know that there is a process within everybody and their life that is always good, that is always unfolding, what is good and great for them in their life. So what you desire when you look at another isn't their good. But what you desire then is based on the knowledge that you can have your own good, your own view of it, and your own opportunity to enjoy and to realize 
the unlimited good of the universe in you, through you, and as you. So this ends this chapter, then, in Lessons in Truth, one of the basic textbooks of unity. If you have yet to receive the book or if you have yet to have it in your library, I suggest you look at it and to see what you can, or where you can find it and enjoy the very truth of what it speaks of. And blessings, for of course, you are blessed in all ways.